days Let your problems dissipate I'm chill out Let those worries leave your mind A bit chill out Just unwind and have a good time What up, 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 it's your boy T. Hey, it's your man V. And you on the ride up. My man is on the ride up. Episode 12. Episode 12. Is that the Tom Brady episode? Rest in peace. Rest in peace? Yeah, his career is done. He did? You say, who the fuck said rest in peace to somebody's career? I don't care about That's a moment of shit right there, Brian. It's we got Sir Ron Brown with us. You been all ominous and shit. What's God going damn. on? <laughs> what's going on? Social media world. How hey, it do? So we going Tom Brady with it? We got. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, who, who, who? Right? Who else do we do it? Let's let's we go, John. <laughs> what's that? Mom? I guess it's better than going Chris Whitney. <laughs> oh, geez, wow, that's a deep cut. Or, or Kurt, or Kurt that's, a, that's a bullet wizard's deep cut. That, that's that's an Easter egg right, right there for the for the wizards. Was that an Easter right, we egg? We going we going we going Tom Goat Brady episode. Okay. Let's go. I mean, let's, go let's go Thomas. Let's go Thomas Brady on that. I mean, I feel listen because he because he didn't want so much. I let that slide because I would prefer to be the bad bad man's episode. But it is what it is. Oh, bad, bad, bad man. Who might be a watch? Who might be a watch? My wife just gave me the check fine, so I don't know what's going on. All right, fellas, we just we got a lot of shit to get into. Let's get into it. We got a lot right. of things to talk about. Best. We want to talk about the the commanders. We want to talk about uh, Chris right. Porzingis. What are we talking about? Uh, Let's talk about the Wizards real quick first because that Let's was talk the, Chris Porzingis, baby. What's up? The guy that's not going to play this year. So fucking what? The unicorn. The yeah, unicorn. You got the unicorn. The unicorn. There's like three other unicorns now. Now he's done for as far as the unicorn. There's oh like, my god. <laughs> yeah, you, a, a, you put the P in pessimistic. You know that, Brian. <laughs> I didn't say he's not a good player. What they did was, I'm happy with with, LT. I'm happy with what they did. They turned two underperforming players that may not ever perform again into one guy that may perform if he's not, you know, hurt, which he's been hurt most of his career. It is what it is. I'm not, you know what I mean? He's he's good when he plays, you know, but he doesn't play a lot. When he's on when he's on that court, he's yeah. When he's on the court, he's good. When he's on, um, that, he's a problem. And his shot has uh, his shot percentages has gone down a little bit for the last few years, but I think that's a, a, a lot of the testament to that. To that is because he had he's not playing. You know what I mean? You so know why I'm excited about him because he has he plays similar to Jokic. Mm-hmm. He can play similar to Jokic. And I would like to see how uh, West can use him for their fashion. That, that just showed it, but also Nurkic, because West was there when they had Nurkic on that on that. Uh, yeah. You you breaking up, T? But yeah, nah. Um, that's that was the that was the solid move of the day for uh for Tommy Shepard. Um, 
we can talk about Chris Stapps when you get back on, but um, is that me or not? Is that, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't have anything on. Yeah, I think T got stuck, but nah, that, that, um, as far as Wizards moves is concerned, Chris, that's Chris Stapps for, for Tons and, and Dinwiddie, um, it's a solid move, but you got to remember that you signed Din, Dinwiddie last offseason. You just signed him to a three-year deal. And then you just signed uh, you signed Berton to a four-year deal for, for a lot of money. And you had to clean up that mess. So, you know what I mean? It's a good cleanup. It's probably, it, you know, Grunfeld was good for cleanups, and he did it. And Shepard outperformed him as far as a cleanup is concerned, but uh, you know, what I mean, you gotta, you gotta, like, you can't just look at it in a vacuum. Oh, we got Chris Tops. Okay, I mean, is he gonna play this year? You don't know. He's been hurt this last couple of weeks at least, and uh, he might sit down for you know as long as they want to tank. They're gonna tank. That's what they're gonna do. They're gonna keep losing. They they were like a five. They're they're on a seven game losing streak. Streak. <clears throat> and like a seven game losing streak. So it's like they're already tanking with, without, you know, doing any moves. My, my, a couple of my issues with what happened today was not one where one, my biggest issue was they gave up Harrell for uh, Ish Smith, which. Yeah, I'm a, what was. No, and, and yeah, nah, I, I'm an Ish, I'm an Ish Smith fan. I like Ish Smith. But uh, <clears throat> giving up Harrell, who could have gone to a contender, and they probably could have would have gave up a you know a, a draft pick for mm-hmm. you settle Ish Smith, and I think I know why. It's because of the strife that's in the locker room right now, or was a couple hours ago. You know, KCP got punched by Harrell. Uh, Bertans didn't like Denny, or Denny doesn't like Bertans. Uh, Bill, even though he green-lighted Dinwiddie's signing and actually wanted Dinwiddie to come to the team, three months, four months later, he doesn't like Dinwiddie, and they they said, yo, you can't be a leader here. And even though there's a, leader, there's a leadership vacuum on this team, obviously, because you go 10-3 and three and the wheels fall off like this, that means to me, and they, you couldn't, and, and it all falls apart. It was like everybody, everybody's on on either social media or in the media news talking about their dis- displeasure. That to me, it spells a lack of leadership. If things are getting out on social media in the news, there's a lack of leadership. But that's that's when you're supposed to circle the wagons, and the work, the wagons, the wheels fell off the wagons. That's a problem to me. That's that's a, that spells a bigger problem on that team than just talent. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, cool. Then when he's gone because he didn't play well with Bill, but why? Why didn't he play play well? Bill is the common denominator in the last few years. Tommy Shepard is the is the common denominator in the last few years. But uh, Ted Ted Leonsis is a common denominator in the last 15, 18 years. So like. We just gotta look at it at a at a at a bigger scope. Like we, we don't want I don't want to look at the trees and miss the forest. The, the forest is there, and it's it's a it's an enchanted forest that's 
got some weird magical spells that you know what I mean we we need to we need to look at before we actually get hope again. I had hope at ten and three. <laughs> that's not gonna that's not gonna happen again. Not gonna happen again. When so much hope that you said. I did say and, and, you know why, and this is why I'm hard on them right now. And I'm hard on these trades. Because I still feel that way. They did, they were a deep-ass team. They were a deep-ass team. And they should not have gone from 10 and 3 to 23 and 28 uh, or not, or 8 or something like that, where, where they're at now. But were these trades were these were these trades to free up more PT for you know guys like Denny and guys like Rui? Um, I don't know because Chris Stapps, if, if Chris Stapps was going to play this year, they all play the same position. Denny plays the four, except for he's a lot better. Denny plays the four. Rui plays the four, and so. Oh. Um, could they, but, but what I'm but what I'm saying is could they could could you can you can you mix up the front court you, now? I mean can you, maybe can stretch can you stretch the front court now because Chris Tapps is more of a, a stretch guy. He, right? he can go five, he can he can be a five. You still right. got Bryant and you still got Gafford. Um so that's why that's one of the reasons why they had to move Harrell or move one of the three guys because Bryant came back. Right. And, uh, I'm sorry. Um, Brian came back and um, trash, and Gaffer was still there. So, and Gaffer's talented. Um, so they had to move Harrell because he was. To me, I don't know if 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 you heard what I said. T it was like they had to they had to break up the the, the toxicity in in the locker. I think that was a that was a problem this year. Especially when the when the shit just fell out, you know, fell, you know, what I mean? the wheels came off on that on that ten and three, and uh, you know, it, it was just it was just uh, it's just been a long long fifty games after that. So man, I went know. to the I went to the uh, game the other day when they played against the Heat. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Heat are the Heat is a better team. Obviously, record wise, just coaching coaching wise, they're a better team. But this team defense is horrendous. And it's been horrendous for like the last five years, at least. So, so this the thing, T, I'm, 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 I'm going to let you talk. The defense, when they went 10 and 3, was spectacular. I'm about to answer the question. I'm about, to, I'm, about to, I'm about to give you an answer in the statement. One of the biggest things that you can do to help your defense is be uh, efficient on offense, moving mm-hmm. the ball on offense. Because in basketball, the guy that got to check you, you got to check them too. Mm-hmm. So if you are moving the ball around and yeah. making the de- making the defense move, they're not as good or they're not as fresh on the other side of the court. Right. Uh, look. I mean, listen. I don't. I love Bradley Bill, so I don't want to point the finger at Bradley Bill. I'm just going to point the finger at him completely. But because I feel like a lot of people, there's people Tom who feel like, oh, he's great. There's a lot of people who feel like, oh, Bradley Bill, he should be, he should be saved. He don't deserve what's happening. And it's like there's no culpability for this dude. Listen, 
I was saying it last year. I pointed out plenty of times. Watch Bradley Bill on defense. He's so thirsty. To, he's one of those guys thirsty to make plays where he don't just focus on his man. He leaks off and leaves his man wide open. And that stresses the defense. When you're scoring, you're shooting good. A lot of those guys were shooting well. Not Bertans. Bertans was never shooting well. But everybody but Bertans was shooting well. Mm-hmm. Was shooting well. So that makes your defense but look they weren't a little better. They weren't, as a team, they weren't hitting threes even early. Even well, they were scoring. I said they, weren't, they were scoring the ball. They were yeah. scoring. They were one of the best offense. They were best. In, in, the, in the 21st century basketball, you got to hit your threes. If you're not but even three. but they were scoring though, yeah, and they had, and that that helped. But also, who you're playing helps as well. You know who you're playing is now. So you you take some of the games they were, they were losing, they were losing to the teams that defend well. They were losing to the teams. Yo, they played against the, yo when they played against the Heat. The Heat played good defense, and they didn't need a name to knock down a shot. It wasn't a name. It was a player with the ball, knock it down. Didn't matter the position. Bro, they had uh, uh, Redman knock down a three. He's a backup center. He gets I mean, like he gets like ten minutes a game. What I'm saying is, I don't know. I, I don't know how to wrap this. Uh, the Wizards trade session over. I, I just say it was a it was a good cleanup by Tommy Shepard. It was a good cleanup, and uh, you know. Uh, I, I don't know how to else explain it. You know what I mean? It's, you know, they got rid of Harrell for Ishmith and, uh, and, a, and a prospect. And then they got, you know, rid of a ba- two bad contracts. I don't know how bad Spencer Dinwiddie is as a contract. I just think he didn't play well with Bradley Bill. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. Like, I don't like saying, like, yo, fam, he didn't play well with Bradley Bill, but he just wanted him on his team as the as the guy. Bradley Bill wanted him on his team as the guy. What is, guy, what is he Bradley wanted a guy on your team. Now, six months later, you don't want him on the team anymore. That's weird. That's strange, bro. And I, I, I don't know, man. But but that's the is is that not the makeup is that not the makeup of this league now? What do you mean? We're too we're too they're too mm. chummy chummy. Okay, so yeah, we can go you, to the Marcus wanting, Marcus, you know, Marcus I want Marcus. I want my buddy on my team. Yeah, what yeah. Well, well, that's that's another thing. KCP, uh, Cadavius Kawa Pope is a friend of Bradley Bill, and he did not get traded today. <clears throat> he didn't get traded today, and why is that? Like, because he has some trade value. And he probably should not be on his team next year. But he's a friend of Bradley Bill. He might not be on the team next year. He may or may not be. But, like, he's still on the team. He had more trade value today than he does in, in, the, in the draft. What is the status on Bradley Bill, though? What is, is he, what? <clears throat> he, he can, he, he has a player option. So, in the offseason, he can decline his player option. And then sign for another max deal worth $240 million or $245 or something like that, right? Something like that, somewhere in that way. And if, or if he signs elsewhere, he can get a year less, which is about $180 million. He can go, he can leave straight up without like, we can sign a trade him and get, give him his 240 
when he gets something mildly with compensation, but so he's looking at sixty mil a year. Sixty, yeah, it's a sixty drop. Yikes! He wants the sixty mil, and that's why he's still here. He wants that. He wants that two forty. That's why he's still here. And Teleontes likes him because he's this like mild man. He's I don't want to call him good Negro. I swear I don't. <laughs> I don't want to disrespect. Him. I'm not trying to disrespect. Him. But he, I don't think Ted Leonsis likes John Wall as the face of the franchise when John Wall closely affiliated with more hood lifestyle. With gang, he was a gang affiliated person. Obviously, he, he threw up bees on the court several times. Like this, not this is a thing for him. I identity identity wise, in your guys' opinions, this is you know this is you know, you guys see them on a, on a daily basis. Who is the second and third option solidified uh, you know, for, for this squad? You no, know, obviously Bill will be the first option, right? So for you, for you guys, who would you like to see take more of a commanding lead? In the second and there's third, that I would, there's nobody on this team that I would say that's solidified. Wow, they that's drafted a problem. Them. Is that not they a problem? Draft- yes, yeah, it's, it's an issue. It's an issue. Uh, Kuzma, maybe Kuzma. Kuzma. As 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 second, the guy I probably wouldn't trade. Yeah, he's a second option. That's the guy I wouldn't trade. Um, unless there's a good a good haul back for him. Everybody on this team is, is is open. Open. And who open. would be th- and who would be third? I mean, would that be Chris Dan? I haven't seen him play. Ideal, but I'm saying ideally. I mean, when, when he's on the floor, he would be the second yeah, or third yeah, option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be second. He'd be probably the second option. It's a it's a um it's it's a it's a team deep with guys that could be that can be. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Rui can be a good good player. He yeah. has a and and I said that was when he, I said this when he was drafted. He has a high floor, high floor guy, low ceiling. He's gonna be whoever he is. Okay. And they then they drafted another guy, Denny, who's gonna be a good defensive player. And if he develops a left hand, he might be a great defensive player with a good offensive option. It's, he's a high floor, low ceiling guy. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, they just drafted him last year. High ceiling because he can he's a, he can be definitely develop into a three and D guy. And he has a, a, a he has a low ceiling. They didn't go. The problem with Tommy Shepard when he drafts is I don't think they I don't know what they do with um, their scouting, but they definitely don't try to uh, shoot, they don't try to, they don't hit the, they're not trying to hit the half point. They're not trying to hit a half court shot. They're not trying to hit a home run. Yeah. They're trying to bunt. They're bunting. Yeah. And that's what they did for the last three years. They bunted. And my, my wife is throwing gang signs at me. 
She's she's got the bees up. Anyway, uh, I don't know what's going on. She's throwing, she's throwing the bees up. <laughs> I'm about to die. <laughs> she got the hit on me. She got it. She got it. She got it. Oh, um, <laughs> on set. I why they just set. Um, you're doing good. You're doing good. Nah, nah, we good. Nah, nah. nah. I want to get to the James Harden shit because fuck the business. <laughs> Oh damn! Jeez, Jeez. Like, like, like we can go back to my um Ted Leonsis fail little 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 clip and we can just replay it. You failed again. <laughs> you failed again, bro. Your man. No, 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 see, no, wait, wait. Yeah, Davis Bertans was his biggest re-sign and his biggest contract. And then secondly, his second biggest contract was Spencer Dinwiddie. And they're both gone on February 10th, 2022, after two years. So what? It's not a so what, bro. That's I'm going to tell, tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. That's a fair I'm going to tell, you, I'm gonna tell yeah. you why. Yeah, go ahead. Bertans was a bad, listen, Bertans was a bad signing contract-wise. But he got him out of the contract. Now, we want him to trade him fucking as soon as he could after he signed him. He didn't make the same mistake with Dinwiddie. He got the opportunity to get up under the Dinwiddie contract, and he did. Therefore, it's not, yo, you, he, made, he made a signing. That shit happens. A lot of times, the ego, like a Brunsville would have fucking, Brunsville would have doubled down on, on, on Dinwiddie. And, I, and I'm not trying, I don't, I, what, I, what I don't want us to do is use Grunfield as the measuring stick on how we grade Shepard. And I do believe that we have done that to a degree, but there's other GMs who make those same mistakes. They basically, uh, oh, I made the decision, let me double down because I don't want to look like a fucking idiot. No, he didn't do that. Yo, he used Spencer Dinwiddie and fucking Davis Bertans. Then when he was a a, 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 a borderline all-star last year, but he's not an all-star player in general. But Taz is supposed to be a sniper. He ain't sniping nothing. <laughs> the dude would put the dude, if he dug up his nose and flick a booger, the shit would land on his finger. That's how bad he is. Yikes. So no, I, 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 I agree with you. I agree with you. For it. So therefore, he still. The, the jury, I'm going to say the jury is still out, but he's not. He, what I like about Shepard is he's not afraid to make the trade. Bro, he knew the type of hell he would go under by trading John Wall. He got Russell Westbrook and then did what? He traded Russell Westbrook and got a haul for it. So okay. I said that. Listen, the time is going to come where people who say they want this, he's going to. He's gonna end up trading Bill if if he if Bill isn't getting his shit together. Now, I, I think that's when like if he if he hits on Bill, great. If he doubles down on Bill and Bill just brings the franchise down because he's just a uh, uh, he's just a money bag, or if he flips Bill and gets a great deal for Bill, that's when you really gotta judge him. Bro, a lot of a lot of things like we you never saw this roster. You said they were gonna win a championship today this year. They won the championship roster this year, right? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. But 
It was the close to me. It was the closest. You were banking on guys like Thomas Bryant. I told you, Thomas Bryant is trash. You talked. You said Bowie come back and Thomas Bryant come back. Bowie's fucking soft as butter. You know what I'm saying under the stove. You bringing up a little bit. Like, <laughs> You are not. You are not a Rui fan, are you? You do not like him. He like he doesn't like Rui, and that's fine. I don't. I I I think that the pick, even when it happened, I didn't like the pick when it happened. So I, I can't really even like be mad at T for not liking the pick or not liking the player. I watched him in Gonzaga, and I said he doesn't move laterally well enough to play the four. I'm the host now, I guess. Uh, he, he needs to reconnect. Um, but are they playing? But do you feel that the coaching staff is playing up to his strengths? Um, honestly, I don't know. Because he just came back. Because he was right. wanted to break. Right. He wanted to so, break from basketball or whatever. And I just I, what I'm saying is the make his style of game. Right, that you saw in Gonzaga. Inside, outside guy. He needs to develop his three point shot. That's my problem with him. The, the, for him to be viable in the NBA, because to me he was a he was a small five. Like you know how the small fives can thrive in in college because they can bully guys. You know what I mean? Sure. They can bully people in, in in college. I felt like that was what he was. But isn't and, that is that not the makeup of the league right now? Like, there's no there's no big. No, fight. no, no. I, I think what well, I'm talking about right there's um Ob- like Obina Akizi could never play in the NBA. Sean May didn't play in the NBA. Like I'm talking about, he was in that vein to me when I watched mm-hmm. him, and he's probably a little better than those guys. He moves better than those guys. I'm not trying to denigrate him that way. And Sean May, they were all great college players. You know what I mean? I mean, Bonnie Baxter. Lonnie Baxter, uh, Baxter. Todd Fuller, those type of guys. He was a big four for college. Yeah. So he's a he he's a big he he's a, he's a well, and I think he actually even played a lot of three in college. And he's too big. He's too big. He's too slow to play the three in in in, in the NBA. He's not a wing. It's not a wing. It just is what it is. You know what I mean? And I, I'm, I just, I don't know, man. It's, it, it does. Is West Onsell Jr. like um, doing enough? I don't know. Or, or I would, or, I would love to see. I would love to see what this is. Just, this is just. I don't, you know. This is this kind of just came to me. I would love to see uh, what Hakeem could do with him. Just, just throwing that out. There. Or, no, I, I would. Love- I would love to see what Hakeem could do with him, because I think he's teachable. Yeah, I like. I, I, no, at, at that to your point, yes. He's to me, he's, he's like very teachable. When when I watch him play, he's like, um, I learned basketball at a book. The fun, the fundamentals, the fundamentals. And he and he has mastered everything that he learned. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like he's mastered everything he learned, but I've learned it. From a book, or I, I, you know, what I mean, I know. The, I mean, the, that was was that not? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't? I mean, was that not Tim Duncan? Yeah, and but he's elite. But he was seven foot. And Duncan he, was elite. He, I'm not yeah. right. Duncan was elite. Not no dis no disrespect to Tim Duncan, but Duncan because Duncan was Tim Duncan. One of the I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, no, no, I, yeah. Power forwards, if not the greatest power that's, forward. That's a but, good. That's a good comparison. That was a good comparison. You know, 
Tim Duncan is a you know two steps above Rui. Tim Duncan skill, right, right. Tim Duncan and, and, and then Tim and then Tim eclipsed right before this new era. Right, this is a whole right. different thing. Right, and maybe Rui could probably in two thousand three probably took over the league. <laughs> you know what I mean? Listen, like, I would love, I would just love to see him get you know a little a little bit of teaching. Mm -hmm. Even if he reached out to Tim Duncan, reach out to Tim Duncan if he if he's if he's willing. Okay. And but what's on what's Jr. is a is a great development development type coach. So maybe that happens. I don't know. But um uh right now to me is to me Rui was uh, uh Rui was a marketing draft pick because Cam Reddish was right there. To me, like Cam Reddish was the home run, whether or not Cam Reddish turns into a player or not. You know, what can, I mean? we a, can we get a free Cam Reddish, please? This uh, from from New York. Can we can we just? I mean, can we get a campaign going from that? Because that yeah, was free, free Cam, free Cam Reddish, yeah. free like, Cam Reddish, man. Please, yeah. my God. Come on, man. Tom, yo, Tom, give us some playing time. Um, but Cam Reddish was the home run, right? That we didn't know exactly what he was from Duke. He only yeah. played here. Yeah. And then we knew exactly what Rui was. He's a three, four guy, uh, swing guy that played big. He played big in college. So it's 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 um we knew what that was. We're dealing with we're dealing with a lot of different, we're dealing with a different era. We're dealing we're dealing with different uh uh mentalities, right? We're dealing with a lot of different just situations that we that we that we aren't accustomed to seeing in you know us growing up we're, we weren't accustomed to seeing stuff like this we just right. weren't it's, it's a whole different world it's a it's whole, a whole different, different world man it's a whole different world and i think it's just um, a lot of people that need to you know that they need to get reached out to man you know i don't know uh uh and I, like I said, I didn't want to spend a lot of time. I, I, we're spending more time. Um, so can we talk about? Uh, can we talk about the, the? So we're gonna talk about the the cancer that is James the uh, James Harden. <laughs> is 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 how much? Is, it's like I think I think it's like cancer versus cancer. I don't think I don't I don't think Harden I don't I honestly don't think Harden will ever I don't think he I don't think Harden will ever get a ring. I'm just being honest with you. I don't I don't think so either. That you so so Brian. Yes. Earlier earlier today, uh, James Crybaby bitch ass Harden. Makes <laughs> <laughs> me want to shave my beard off. Is when I'm. Trying to no, see. no, you you'll look like him without with a beard. I look better than him without a beard. Yo, listen, so I look, listen, I look better than him with or without a beard. Let's just I mean, look, man. He, he got the millions of dollars. He's out with. He's he's on that. He's he's. You know what? Funny. It was funny, man. Because I, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> John Wall and him have a lot in common, honestly. I'm, I'm gonna say that. Yeah, yeah. I think I mean, I, like John Wall was the king. Nah, you got to unpack that. You can't just say that. Nah, I think John Wall was the king of Rosebar. 
But I think John and, and they both dogs. They both can play basketball at the end of the day. Yeah, but I but think um is loyal one one of the fast planet's toes in. I would want I would want John Wall on my team before Harden. Oh, absolutely. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that, that they have they have some Brian they just said, man, listen. I didn't say John Wall. <laughs> James Harden had tried to move heaven and earth the way he wanted to. Right now, John Wall's not playing because he wants all his money. That's it. That is one thing. Like he can get a buyout right now. Nobody's stop. He's not stopped. Like the, the Rockers would be happy to buy him out at like seventy five percent of his contract. Well, they try to they try to move him to uh, L A. Right? LA, yeah, L A. declined it. There was some rumors, but uh, yeah, we we don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think. The best way to go for if I was the Rockets, it would be a buyout. It probably would have been a buyout in September, not not right now. No, I ain't taking no buyout. Who won the the trade today between Philly and and, and, and Brooklyn? Philly. Did they? Yeah. Philly won the the trade for right now. Because what Philly was able to do was get rid of somebody who's not not in their future, who wasn't like they were already on, they were already mentally done with Ben Simmons. So moving Ben Simmons, moving the unhealthy uh, Seth Curry, you know, the picks, the picks go in Brooklyn's favor, but for right now, they're trying to win right now. So we're talking about right now, you save them because James Harden is going to come out motivated and show he still got it. He's going to try to show that it's not his fault that they won. They lost eight straight. You know, he's going to he's going to put on his he's going to be on his best behavior from a basketball standpoint, just like he was when he was when he went to uh, uh, Brooklyn. Yeah. Does on, Philly does Philly reach the NBA Finals with this no, squad? No. Neither one of them are better than the Bucks today. Neither one of them are better than Miami today because Miami's a they play better as a team. Hmm. I'd venture to say. I would I would I would put money in a gap seven game series on the Bucks, on the Heat, and on the Celtics against either one of those teams. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because they play as a team. I would say that the Nets have a better chance out of anybody against the Bucks, other than the Heat. But I, I, I like I like Ben Simmons. Th- you know, passing to, uh, passing the KD, passing the uh, Tyree. Series. I like a big. I like. I like Ben Simmons as a big handling the ball and being able to distribute to KD and Kyrie Irving. Kyrie can't play at home. <laughs> so you basically hoping on a seven-game series so he can play three of the games. Yeah. That's just crazy, bro. They're gonna lift that, they're gonna lift that They're gonna lift that. I think they're gonna lift that magic so. But yeah, I, I agree. It's fun. That is true. You know, it's it's crazy in the world where you're, you 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 mandated to have to take a vaccine, and I'm not saying whether I'm I'm a vaccinated, but that doesn't uh, me being vaccinated personally has nothing to do with my opinion or whether that is to be mandated. That's that's one thing. But on the flip side, 
you get a, 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 a grant, a $30 million grant to give clean fucking crap pipes out. Oh that's my God. Like, what? Oh God. Like that's the, I yeah. Know that's that's the it, bro. <laughs> I, have a, I have a, I need to read into that. I need, that was, I, people are saying that was exaggerated. I need to, I need to read into that. There should be zero truth to that. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. I don't, I don't think there should be zero truth to that. I don't think so. What? You, did what? you watch the wire? Did you, did you watch the wire? Ron, did you watch the wire? Of course. Yeah. Okay, so what did the uh, police chief or the quadrant chief did? For, uh, what, what what was it called? Hamsterdam? It was called Hamsterdam? It was, right? I believe, yeah, I believe like, so. It's a drug, drug inclusion zone, right? It's yeah. Drug, all drugs good, we're good here in zone, right? It's, 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 it, it was, it was designed to be a, pre a preventative, right? That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, it dropped, it dropped in his section by like 75% or some dumb shit. It's a TV show. It's not a TV show. You no, know it's what? based off of... Wait, 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 Ron, wait, wait. Because it's, it's a Baltimore history. Kurt, Kurt Smoke was a um, mayor in Baltimore in the early 90s when I was a kid. And he brought that idea, idea up. And it was really cool then in the 1990s. So it was, it's, not, it's not a TV show. It's, it's actually like... It's like, actually based off of yeah. There's there's based off data. There's data driven shit that does like you you can see it. Okay, so so in different places. Explain to me how. Explain to me how yo giving crackheads clean pipes makes something better. You give well, I think it's clean pipes for meth, methamphetamine heads. So, but it's it's more, more so. But yes, but there's more there's more for methamphetamine heads and. Crackheads, especially in 2021. But, but what is I, it? I don't know exactly. I don't know exactly what the. I don't honestly. I don't know what it is exactly. I saw some things online and I didn't look into it, so I didn't know. I, I didn't know it was going to come up this. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to come up today. But what I'm saying is. It was that was a crazy segue from James Harden to crack pipes. Like yeah, that. I don't know. I think he probably too us if he if he start if he heard this. Out of the ten people that hear this every day. Um, <laughs> he probably he probably get uh, sue us. Um no, what Ooh. I'm saying is what I what I'll say is this clean pipes, clean needles, clean areas to do whatever you want to do in or safe areas safe I mean, let me just say that safe areas helps with drugs help with health with crime prevention and i will also say that the police like we're, we're gonna since we're in the political ground right now <clears throat> and we're talking about the crime rate going up it's gone up in dc and it's gone up in prince Rose county around where I live, where I invested in, I, we, we have invested in. I would say that the police is the end game of crime. And we should always look at the, the, the beginning of crime. The beginning of crime is kids don't get to eat when they're three, four, five years old. They don't get to sleep in beds. They don't um, get the the correct 
education. They don't get things that places with more affluential parents get. And we should think about that before we think about, oh, let's hire more cops, guys. Get rid of all this riffraff, as the white man would say. Um, that's the end game. That's the that's the end result. You're you're looking at the you're looking at the beginning. You look at the end, and you're always going to be chasing your tail if you look at it like that. They're cleanup people. The police are are societal janitors. Not no no disrespect to the housekeeper. They they're keeping house. They're keeping house, and and you don't want to always leave a place messy for the housekeeper. And that's what we're doing as a society, in my opinion. So let I mean, we we can talk about crack pipes and methamphetamine pipes. They give it three million to one who dash standard third. Thirty million. And it is what it is. But I I don't know. I I, I haven't looked at the policy. I don't know. But um, yeah, like like I said, man, it's it. Police is the end game. Like that's the that's the last guy. That you, you, by the time the person gets arrested and, and convicted, if they're not innocent, they're not. If they not haven't been uh, 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 scapegoated and, and wrongly accused, they are that's that's a that's a hardened criminal by now. His mindset is already there. You need, you need to get that person's mindset different at four. You need to get that lead pipe, lead poison out of his pipes at four, at three, at two, at fucking newborn. You understand? You need to get his brain uh, healthy at fucking newborn age, prenatal. Let's keep it all the way hunted. Like we, we talk about all this. Oh, you need to be personally accountable. You need to be personally accountable. How much lead does that man have in his body? How much discipline did he get? Because he was, he, was, he was doing Oklahoma's for five hours for four days in his PV fucking football league. Let's get it right, all the way right. Our brains lead to a lot of shit, especially when we're in a fucking deficit of fucking what's actually needed to actually have a great life here in America or anywhere else. Right, and that's my, that's, that's the, I'm done with political shit. Okay. I, listen, you get noted. It was, you had the mic, the floor completely because I believe just like I, I can speak for Ron, we completely agree with you. We're going to take a one minute inter, intermission and then we're going to get into some Whoopi Goldberg slash no, I did not. I heard she got some. Ari, Ari, slash. Yeah, okay. All right, the Joe Rogan. All right, bet, bet. Joe Rogan. Okay. Slash Joe Rogan. I've been thinking about, let's, at, on a sports level, I've been thinking about, like, why is the quarterback such a hard, hard position to learn? And why isn't there so many, there's, there's only so many at even adequate average QBs. Like they, there's so many guys, there's only so many guys that just can run a program. Probably five or six guys. You can probably there's probably three guys. There's Aaron Rodgers. There's um this guy, you know, this guy's coming up. There's like Justin Herbert, uh, Russell Wilson, um 
Lamar Jackson doing his thing. I like I like the, I like the boy. I like the boy that's in the Super Bowl uh th- this weekend, man. Burrow and like, like Joe Burr. Beasy. <laughs> like Joe Burr, man. So and Tom Brady, he retired, but like there's there's like five or six guys that, that are just even above average. It's probably like there's a this, there's there's this the top tier Pat Mahomes, my bad, Pat Mahomes there too. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You call him elite, whatever you want to call him. Elite, then you'd say above average, like Stafford, who's in the Super Bowl, of course. And Blase, probably four or five other guys. You can, you can debate who those guys are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's then there's the touch below. There's the average guy, right? Right. Right. So, like a guy like Kirk Cousins to me is average because. A lot of he can be he can have those whole streaks where he's above average. Even maybe he gets hits the elite. He hits the elite level, but then there's then there's whole streaks where he's who is this guy? He'll have like he'll have like maybe he'll have like four or five amazing games. Then then it's nothing. And then the rest of the season is just like who is this guy? Yeah. Yeah. Why is he even right? Yeah. So, um, what I wanted to it's do. Good question, man. I, you know, I listen. I have so many. There's a lot of layers. There's a lot of layers on that onion, B. For me, there's a lot yeah. of layers on that on that onion, man. Especially, um, you know, uh, you know what I feel about, you know, about about the black quarterback. To be honest with you, um, you know, but you know. So what I wanted to do was there's a, there's a QB coach. Who does a lot that, that works with a lot of black? He's a black guy. He works with a lot of black prospects. Okay. Work, work with Griffin. Work with Jackson. Work with a couple guys. You know what I mean? And uh, I want to DM and see if I can get him on record. Not even on the episode. I don't want to get him on. So I want. I just want to have a conversation with him to get him on record. Get your get, get your journalism on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. I, I want to try to get it. A general, I'm a oh, journalist. Approach to this <clears throat> to this episode that we're going to build, okay. and uh, and get him like get his ideas on. Because my 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 thing, I'm thinking, like, yo, why can't you just get a quarterback that can get to average level? What is average level? Why is it not? Is that process repeatable? You know what I mean? Can you repeat that process? Can you can coach a guy who has all the traits? And throw the fucking ball 50 yards or uh hit all the throws outs ins uh flies whatever you know what i mean uh reading the defense uh read defense is like how how do you being how able do you to audible can, and, can yeah. you make that process as repeatable as possible of course there's variables that's human it's a human nature game right yeah but can you make that process as repeatable as possible? Like, how do you, and then how do you do that? That's what I wanted to ask. Uh, his name's Quentin Avery, right? So he's been on a couple of other podcasts. So I, I want to pick his brain and on then, that. And then fitting, and then honestly, I mean, a lot of that, honestly, fitting into the right system. It's all, it's, there's a bunch of, of it's, uh, it's a lot of, it's a lot of layers, B. Yeah, Variables that come together, right? It's a so, lot of layers, man. So what I wanted to ask him was, how does that affect black 
few quarterbacks from different communities. And I, what I also wanted to do ask him was, is there like a a process that he thinks makes sense at that level, okay, between college and NFL level, that can get more guys that that could that could get more guys to a, a place where they're average. You're not Pat Mahomes, but the more average guys that have all the traits of Pat Mahomes, there's a bunch of guys that can run around in the pocket. There's a bunch of guys that can flick their arm and, and throw. There's a bunch of guys. Malik Willis right now, he's a, he's a first. He's going to be a first round pick. Willis, Where yeah. he, Malik Willis right? is going to be he can flick the fucking ball eighty yards. Yeah. Do I think he's going to translate? I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. Who but knows? that's but, but that's where right. That's where Ah Lee, man. I, I would I would love Robert would love Griffin. Him. Robert Griffin the third was good in his first year. He can flip the ball 80 yards. His his release was as fast as anybody in the fucking league. His like is what is it? Like, is it the release? Is it arm motion? Is it is it is it the thought thought process? Like, where does where do people go wrong first? I, I just need to know, man. It just, I mean, it just as far as you mean, you mean on, 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 on technique level, you're saying? Yeah, is, is it technique? Is it is it is it coaching? Is it the system that this one particular guy goes through? Well, I mean, it's not. I mean, it's no different. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's any different. Than some, you look at you. You look at somebody. You know what? The game. The game evolves, right? The game changes. The game evolves. Yeah. Look at somebody like even a, even somebody like a Steph Curry. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. He's mm-hmm. shooting the ball forty plus feet out, and it looks like he's just launching it. No, that's skill though. That's but skill. that's but that's skill. Mm-hmm. That's skill. But to you know somebody that's just right. He just looks like it looks like he's just launching it. But yeah, there's no, a yeah, skill behind yeah. it. Yeah, like I mean, Gilbert probably was one of the. Like, like was Gilbert was, was another one. Yeah. Gilbert um, had the same thing. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, it's just like because my team is looking for a quarterback. The quarterback they had, it was a backup quarterback, obviously, but like so many teams. Are so there's so many teams so desperate for quarterback talent. That is like, like, it can't be. It's, how is this not a repeatable process? So why is it you can find a, a defensive tackle in the sixth round that can be a a, a, a pro bowler? You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I can't find a quarterback, like a backup quarterback. Yeah, that. You can't find a quarterback because you're disrespectful. What's that? You're disrespectful. That's why you can't find a quarterback. Oh wow! I'm I'm dis I'm the disrespectful one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, no, are you disrespectful? You came out your mouth. <laughs> what? You came out your mouth and said. What I say? Yeah, plenty of quarterbacks that got what Patrick Mahomes has. That's disrespectful. If you if you, if you look, wait 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 wait. You, and you, then you, you, talking you, about, you you're talking about he, you talking about everything that he has five years in. I'm not talking about him. Like, there's, there's a lot of guys that can be all in the pocket. You limit him, Brian. You you do limit him to moving in the pocket, 
and can what you say, uh, sling the ball around? That's all he does. I said flick the ball 80 yards in, with the release flick the that ball he had. 80 yards. If it's I think that simple, and if that that many catches my homes. I didn't I didn't say it was that simple. I didn't say it was that simple. I, oh, <laughs> I'm asking the question. Why can a guy that can, there's a bunch of guys that can move just like Pat Mahomes moved in college, right? Just like him. Because obviously it's it's just like him because Pat Mahomes moved, Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes got drafted at 10 or 15, right? In his draft class, right? Okay. Am I, am I correct? I'm a, so he, he wasn't, he wasn't number one on one, was he? Did, did you know why? He wasn't that same thinking. That same was thinking that gets was he Trevor Lawrence? The same thinking. The thinking of, oh, uh, he's doing what everybody else do. Then that means you're not that you're not paying attention to what he does do that nobody else does. I mean, listen, Tom Brady uh went in the sixth round because they were focused on the wrong shit. But if you are if you watch Michigan football and you watch Tom Brady when he played, he showed you that he was at least better than a sixth round draft pick. So focusing on to have an agile quarterback is a great asset. Well, they, fo not, they focused on a lot of they focus on a lot of wrong things with Brady. Like, like let's be honest. Like he wasn't he wasn't he well, wasn't athletic. He wasn't athletic looking. He wasn't like yeah, he was, he Brady no, wasn't like number one. You go to a college where you have a lot of rivals, right? And he, he wasn't have, like he wasn't like within his own college. He got uh, okay, 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 cool. Cool, cool, cool. Pat Mahomes is an outlier. Cool. Yeah. And I talk about Josh Allen. No, you could now had you said uh, Lamar really? Jackson. That one no, I'm not okay. No. Let's talk about Josh Allen. Okay. Six five guy. Can throw the ball a ton. He was inaccurate his whole college career. But then all of a sudden turns accurate in, in NFL. Why is that not a repeatable thing? He has all the tools, like all the prototypical tools. He's Blaine Gabbert. He's Jake Locker. Why did they fail and 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 Josh Allen didn't? Because I think because the, and that's where and that's where I think the layers get peeled because he had because I think he went into the he went into the right system. He went and, into the right. There was a right culture there. They was like, yo, we need we 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 don't have another choice other than to try to develop this guy. Listen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen with Josh Allen in in a, in a Jets uniform. The field. Yeah, that's called Josh Josh Allen in a Jets uniform is Josh Rosen. <laughs> right. So, so what I'm saying is, T. So maybe Pat Mahomes wasn't the right name to say because you can obviously do what you did and 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 you know like strike strike what I was saying down. But Josh Allen is what I'm saying. Okay. Why isn't why isn't that like Josh Allen obviously has separated himself right into a top five, top six spot in the NFL as a quarterback? Yeah. Why isn't a guy that several, can wait? Several wait. things. Several several things come into play. Okay. One, obviously, uh, the actual player's desire to be better, the ability to we don't know that to, we don't we can't we can't judge that. Okay. I'm, I'm pro as a pro we. I, I don't know if you put yourself in these situations, Brian, but my as as a player, I may not have been in the NFL, but I played the sports. I played sports. I wanted to be a better shooter. 
You know how I became a better shooter? Because I started looking at why I wasn't shooting well. I, I started looking at people who did shoot well, and I listened to people who could shoot well. Therefore, my ability to shoot the ball became better. When I, I looked at the things that I did well and said, okay, I'm doing it, just naturally doing it. How can I make this? How can I do it on purpose? Some people are, are good on accident. And that's a that's a that's a in your head thing. You have to want to be better in your head. You gotta say, oh, I'm fast and I can juke people. Why? Why can you juke people? Like it's a lot of you. You said it. It's a lot of fast players. You can look at their forties, whether they whether they running backs, wide receivers, whatever. But they can't juke nobody. They can't make nobody miss because they don't know how to move their hips. They don't know how to do these things. So to be able to say, uh, what am I doing badly, or how can I fix? What I'm doing, that's the step, that's the that's number one. You need that because you can have the greatest coach in the world, uh, a la uh, Bill Belichick, and then have a quarterback who has a, a, a name coming out of college, like a Blaine Gabbert, and it don't work. It don't work because the player doesn't have the tools up top. You can have the arm, the legs, the body, but if you don't have the mind, then it don't matter. Then you got to take into consideration uh where they come from, what's their that's desire. Soft. You got a guy that, who don't need that, that sauce gotta be you know, right. If man. you got a guy who's never really needed be right, the man. football check to have a, a nice life, like a uh, what's the kid that went to uh Cleveland? Uh Menzel. Menzel didn't need NFL money. His family's rich. So a lot of his uh opportunities were squandered because he didn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Now that obviously some players like yeah. some yeah. players make it. And that's their goal. I've made it. Some of them you got to keep. Well, we've had we listen. There's been people. Listen, there have been there have been there have been a lot of athletes, a lot of athletes that have worked their asses off just to get to the professional level to say to themselves, "I can, I, I have the check now." I, and now I can get my mom out the projects. I can get my mom. I can get my mom that house. I can get you know my mom, and that's and that was there's, the goal. There's and that. Was, there's that. Then there's the it. next level. There's the okay. guy who had people tell him he wasn't going to be able to do it, and yeah. then he did it, and feels like, oh, I've done it. Yeah. Like no, the work just now starts. Dwayne Haskins, the work starts now. Once you get drafted, now the work starts. Not once you you got those guys who think they've already made it. Like, bro, you got you no, got but, ahead but of what you. I'm but what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, T, that that's all that's all they got to the big leagues for. Yeah, I, I agree, but that some of them, some of them just get to the big leagues to get the check to, to get, get the say, check. But then some of them actually think that they're on the path to greatness just because they got there. They got they get drafted. Listen, if Dwayne Haskins does not go drafted in the first round, say if he doesn't get drafted in the first, he drops to at least the fourth round. You have a different Dwayne Haskins on your hands. Now mentally, mentally, he, yeah. He may be he may be marginally better just because he has something to prove. Or you might have dodged the fucking bullet and he's another practice squad quarterback, and you've saved yourself a hell of a fucking headache. Because he don't have what it takes up top. Because the, the quarterback position is so much more mental than physical. So being a runner, being a big arm, those shit are those things are secondary. When you look, when you think about 
Brett Favre, Peyton Manning, uh, Drew Brees, and Tom Brady, the first things you talk about them have nothing to do with their physical attributes. Nothing. Now, okay, so you start, me, you start ranking that, their what? physical attributes second and third. Then that's, that's, enough. Now, that's only, hold up. And I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. It's never, so I said the, the mental. Then there's the coaching. Then there's the roster and the culture. All those things take place. So you say Josh Allen. Josh Allen, his first year wasn't that good. No, it wasn't. But, but then they got him a slot receiver. Then they got him a, a, a over top receiver. Now he got weapons. He got weapons. Well, I mean, let's take a. I mean, let, you know, we can take a look at we can take a look at the the the, the Rams and 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 um the Rams and Lions situation. Matthew Stafford. That's a great. That's a great. That's a great example. You pull you you pull him out of and a he, bad situation. He's an above average quarterback that that is better than Goff. Goff is probably an average guy. But you put him you put him in the right system with Sean McVay. Right. With weapons, you talented, you put talented weapons around him, and look and look where he is. So okay, okay. So let me let me boil it back my 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 thought back down, because I I agree with all, everything you guys are saying. It's it's a lot of variables to how you succeed, right? My thing is like, how did the Redskins, Washington Football Team, Commanders, whatever you want to call them now? find Gus Farrar in the fourth round and then find two years later, find uh, Trent Green. And, and like, like there's a lot more. And, and then had, they had a hot Jeff Hostetler and then they had Rich Gannon. Rich Gannon actually went to a Super Bowl in 2004, but he was in the league for 12 years before he did that. Well, right, right. So where, where are those guys? Those guys are non-existent right now. That's not happening. So why is that not happening? There's a there's a there's a issue there. There's an issue there. So like I, I think that that all those things, everything you you got you you Ron and, and definitely T said. There's coaching. Uh, there's mental. There's the uh, talent around, and all of those things, and, and then the attitude of the player itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, all those things come into play. But I also feel so. Okay, what I'm saying is this: you get all these talented guys. There's a hundred talented guys. So, so there's probably ten talented guys. It's just in talent. Just as to me, ten. I'm just saying ten. Just as talented. I want to. I don't want to. Justin Herbert. Just as talented as Justin Herbert, right? Ten guys. Because of when I said Pat Mahomes, T went crazy. <laughs> and guy can can flick it strong fast release and uh can move and can anticipate in the pocket right there's 10 guys why does only two make it why does only two make it and it, it i think there is a and, and there and to me yes there's coaching there's Oh, you wasn't a priority. There was uh, the players, apathy. Those things all take into consideration. There's a parachute. There's a there's a not a parachute, but um, a balloon. Whatever. What do you, what do you call it when you can land into a cushion? There's a inflatable balloon for yeah. that quarterback position. 
okay. that we can find. There's a there's a there's a a bottom that's not past everybody's expectations or fail. You're out the league. Period. You're trash. You know what I mean? I think there's a, there's somewhere in there that says, hey, you know, you're a backup or you're a starter that can get five, can, can win nine games. You know what I mean? That or ten games now is the ten seven lead. I, it, it, I, you know, be it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a tough question, man, because you know you have somebody like you got, you got somebody like a, like like a Ryan, like a Ryan Leaf, right? Somebody like a Ryan Leaf, great, great example, you right? Know, you don't know what you don't know, right. I, and, and and fortunately for me in my my career, I'm in the position to hire people or assist in hiring people. Mm-hmm. And that's a fact. I think I've been in three rounds of this, like of that, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like they can tell you everything mm-hmm. you want to hear. Mm-hmm. It, it, look, it looks but good on paper. You, like until you send the off letter, they come in, they pass the background check, and you, they're in your building. That you don't, you know, or you don't know whether they can do or don't want to do what, what you know what I mean? Or, I totally, I totally get it. Yeah, you, I mean, you, you got you listen. You got guys. You got guys that have a Ryan Leaf story, and you got guys that have a Kurt Warner story, right? And that goes exactly to what I was saying. Earlier. That goes back to the, that that first piece. Like, like, like you, Brian. I hire people, and you sit down with them, and they tell you one thing, but their actions tell you something different, and that's how you judge. You judge people on their actions. Now. We as fans only see the on-field product. That's true. We don't see the practice. We don't see the when when you doing the film room and their eyes are wandering. We don't see them. We don't see the how they are in film study. We don't see them in practice to right. see if they're practicing in-game stuff or are they are they just throwing a ball? Like what are you? What are they working on? Like what are they doing with their with their uh see? with their their free You're absolutely time? correct. T. You're absolutely like, correct. Look like this. Why does, you say that, you say that, but even at the backup level, why does a Mettenberger get multiple chances? Why does a Charlie White first get multiple chances? There's because people that got multiple chances that because you know what it is, B? You know what it is? They don't, they don't, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what that is. They don't ruffle feathers. Bingo. Bingo. They don't, they don't, they don't, they don't get they, they get they get to the team, they're a great teammate. Or yeah. they're 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 in the they're in the they're in the uh they're in they're in the uh, the study room. They're doing they they're doing don't things threaten, they do not threaten the ego of the starting quarterback. Exactly. And they don't ruffle the feathers of the offensive coordinators and the and the head coaches. They come in and, and they're and they're and they're good boys, so to any speak. Situ- any situation, any situation where there's a quarterback controversy, it's because the backup. It, it's not just because the starter isn't playing well. It's because the backup quarterback don't want to be a backup. The one yeah. there's some there's some back. Jason Garrett is a great example. Jason Garrett sat on the Cowboys bench his whole career behind. Troy Aikman. This dude went on to be a head coach, so it's not like he don't know the game. Not saying he's a great head coach, but he, he has a winning record. But I'm saying he went on to be a head coach in the NFL, so obviously he. And, look at, and that's a perfect, and that's a perfect example, even in the coaching, even in the coaching field. Jason right. Garrett is not is not uh, Barry Switzer. Jason Garrett was not Jimmy Johnson. 
Okay, Barry Switzer went into that, went into that, went into the Cowboys Stadium, knowing that Jerry Jones was Jerry Jones, and he's like, "Yes, sir, absolutely, <laughs> sir. I will play." You know what I'm saying? Like he. So went, a lot of the NFL is. It's ego driven. It's hot and hand. You gotta be it's, a hat and hand type of person. And that's why that's it attracts so many. That's why it, it transforms so many of us in our communities to coons. Look at. Look, but but look at the position. <laughs> say that. Say that again for the people in the back. <laughs> it, it turns, it turns, say, say that one more time for the people in the back, because that's all it is. It turns so many of us into coons. I'm gonna just keep it no, on it. It causes a lot of us to call other people coons. No, no. Emmanuel Acho doesn't say the Emmanuel Acho thing unless he plays football. Yeah. But you're upside down for some reason. Your camera, you're... I don't know why I'm upside down. But... He's a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more right now. There you um, go. Look. I, 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 it, it turns, it turns, it turns people off code. It turns into, it turns, turns into Antonio Brown saying, uh, uh, no black, no white well, women. This would, guys, just... Guys, it, it, this, this this would be a great segue for for the for Brian Flores. We got to we, no, we should bring. You know what? You know what? Listen, I, that's, that's, I think it's it's all tied in because another all element, tied in. another element you got to recognize in, in that question you asked, Brian. Well, it's it's the backup question is you ask how they keep getting you say how they keep getting chances, how they look plays a part, and that's in any profession, bro. I'm a great manager in my profession. I know that a second somebody who looks, who's white or don't look black or that they don't look urban or don't look like they, they speak with a certain vernacular, they're likely to get a job a lot quicker and get paid a lot better and, and get, get treated a lot nicer without them earning it. They earn it based on the way they look, whereas we have out to earn shit. Wait, so it goes the into the quarterback too. Out of all the coaches that got hired, out of out of all the coaches that got hired this past offseason, their records did not even match Ryan Flores' record. I, it, 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 was, it was within a two-year time span or something like that. They, a two-year time span. Okay, so so this is the funny thing. There was not a black head coach hired until after the after, after the uh the Brian Flores lawsuit. There's that. Lovey Smith is a credible head coach. If uh -huh. if, his, if his front office could have found him a quarterback, they probably wouldn't have won a Super Bowl. Rex Grossman, what he took. If they were able to get Aaron Rodgers out of the fucking division, maybe. <laughs> they took Aaron, he took Rex Grossman to the NFL championship game. Think about this that was, shit. This was uh, this was the Bears just talking about, right? Yeah, the Bears. Yeah. I'm talking about the Bears. Bears. The, yeah, so he, he, he had another stop. He was in Tampa after that, but he's a credible head coach. He's a credible coach, and then he's a credible NFL coach. I'm he's a good that. head coach. Fuck credible. He's good. But he uh, but really I mean I mean but we know but we all know what that is, right? I mean we know what that is. We know what it is. What I'm saying. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. This this is something I've been thinking about. Brian Flores isn't the first person to have happened to him happen uh, to a coach, a black coach, right? Right. And they ended up hiring a <laughs> they ended up hiring a, a black coach. 
<laughs> Mike, Mike McDaniel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a 175th Nigerian. Uh, He's 175th Nigerian. <laughs> didn't have a Jason Garrett mentality. Everybody the wrong way and got fired. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
the problem is we're drilling down on Brian Flores, right? We're drilling down on Brian Flores. The NFL at this point has one and a half or two and a half, two and a quarter black head coaches right now. Two and an eighth. No, no, wait, no, wait. Two and an eighth black head coaches right now. So whether we drill down on Brian Flores or Dave, Dave or, or Cully or whoever the fuck else got fired as a black coach doesn't fucking matter. Their practice. So so Malcolm X says something, right? I'm gonna just say this. Malcolm X says, "You you stab this in the back." with a six inch knife, right? You took it out three inches and you're celebrating the fact that you took it out three inches, but you didn't take it out of the back. You didn't stitch us up. Yeah. The NFL system, yeah, the familiarity that. system doesn't, you don't have to be racist no more. Brian Flores could have been fired on principle, but guess what? The system's still racist. I agree. Still racist. Yeah. That's not for debate. So it's not about Brian Floyd. That's what I was talking about. That was what I was we two weeks ago when I said Pete Manhurst and I'm fucking uh 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 and all respect to Chris Russell and Pete Manhurst, well respected. They're journalists in their own right. I don't hate them. They're not racist. That's what I'm. That's not what I was saying when I said it. What I'm saying is their fucking viewpoint is predictable. They'll look at it every time the same fucking way. They'll look at, oh, oh, I need equality, but uh, everybody needs to be judged in their own fucking life. No, that's, that's, that should not be. That should not happen. You know why? Because they haven't been for 80 years. How long has the NFL been wrong? 100 years now? Or something like that? Yeah. It hasn't been. So there was a quota for white men, which meant all 32 teams or 28 teams or 2016, 2014, whatever the fuck it was, at any given time, all the head coaches were white. Why? Why? But that was, oh, if we if we if we get some credence to a black coach when, when it's a 70% fucking league of black people. It's oh you, you're you're doing a, a affirmative action you're you're uh you're 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 not getting the most qualified no they weren't most qualified when they hired them Rich Prototype wasn't more fucking qualified than the fucking uh uh uh, uh, uh Rhodes when he got hired in the jet we talking about Brian Flores. Brian Flores should get another opportunity. He should because he wasn't he wasn't a bad head coach. He might might have rubbed everybody the wrong way. Why did he? Why did he? We don't know that. We don't. We're not in. We're not in the Dolphins' uh, front office right now. We didn't. We didn't. We weren't in, in privy to their owner GM head coach conversations about Tua Tiger Tiger Look. I agree. Everything you so, said, I agree with. Like, again, like, you you hitting the head, that nail right on the head right now, Brian. I completely agree, but I'm just saying, like, the inner work, speaking just for Flores. If that's, that's the only way I would speak about, just for Flores. But it's, 
it's it's only it's it's only an issue when it's like they don't care about us, bro. That, we know that. You know they don't they don't care about us unless it benefits. Case in point, Whoopi Goldberg segue. Whoopi Goldberg gets suspended for two weeks for saying that she missed she misspoke, but she said that uh, the Holocaust wasn't about race; it was about inhumanity. And she, and what she really meant was, it wasn't just about race; it was about it was about both racism and uh, him being inhumane. But, but when when it's okay to disrespect black folk, Jeff, uh, Seth, uh, God damn it, Joe Rogan, somebody who who I. I I love watching Jeff Rogan. I love his stand up. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk about Jeff Rogan. Listen, so I, I'd given him, I, I didn't stress about the fact that he was saying nigger because the con, let's listen, the context of the word, he wasn't calling somebody nigger. He wasn't referring to somebody nigger. He was talking about what somebody was saying. And, and that's the. Oh, you pause and I agree with you. Um, Joe Rogan in those individual times wasn't calling anybody the, the n-word. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm gonna be Chris Darton here. <laughs> I'm just say the n-word. You be right. <laughs> I'm gonna say the, while while I'm talking about Joe Rogan, when I talk about myself, I'm gonna say what I because I don't like the n-word. I don't even like the euphemism of the n-word. When because I'm saying nobody's like whoa relax and he's on his own platform so nobody's going to say yo what you doing you know what I'm saying there's nobody in there pump his brakes but he, with the, with the difference he, is, he grew up he grew up in a in a time when you can say it in contact as a white man he, right. you can say it in contact as a white man oh, wait 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 and and I'm not trying to give him no I'm not trying to give him no 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 bail I'm not shooting him no bail. What I'm saying is he can say it in context and and I've heard other white people say it in context. I don't have an issue with that honestly. Like what are you gonna call Nas's end album? What are you what are you gonna call it, white man? Say it. Orlando. I'm Del Orlando. Say it. I'll say it with. So there's a there's a certain level of arrogance to you saying it yeah, in request. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. problem. That's the problem. There's, there's you hit that. That's what it is. Because That's this, exactly okay, you did say it within with, within context. You weren't calling some black person a nigger, right? But you could have just said the n word, and everybody knew what the fuck would have known what you were talking about. So it wasn't like you peel back any onions, no layers. You just show that you're fucking, you're arrogant. And you're on your own platform, you're making a lot of money doing what you do. So now you're talking about uh, neighborhoods and, and you said there's a black people and you refer to them as the planet of the eight. The natives, yeah. That's crazy. And then and crazy. what makes it even worse, and it's breaking my heart, is that now you have other white comedians, you have comedians coming out. Listen, I'm not other saying you got Castle somebody, but you you it's okay to check a nigga. Yeah, yeah your friend, you can check him. Don't post right. me. Don't post a picture of of Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle or Joe Rogan and fucking uh Donnell Rollins and be like, oh look, he's an app. No, 
motherfucker, you're not an ally if you say shit like that. Whether you whether you racist or not, nigga, that's some racist shit. And 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 here's the thing, dog. Somebody should slap the shit out you for it. Since 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 Spotify not going suspend you or find you for saying some racist shit, this okay. You 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 did MMA uh fucking videos. All right, fine. And let's find an MMA. Let's have John Bones Jones pull up on you and slap the shit out you then. Since you tough. Wait, Spotify yeah. did Spotify didn't, didn't Spotify, has, did Spotify has done nothing on uh, nothing. uh to, to go over. Oh, so India was like, yo, y'all pay that dude money. The, the, what the crazy part is Spotify's Spotify is built on the music artists. But the music artists are getting pennies compared to the the people, the content creators like Joe Rogan. It's so, it's ridiculous. With uh, yeah, that that's a whole nother that's a whole nother topic. And I was with I, I actually saw the um the compilation that she posted on her IG. I seen that nigga that that where he said nigga like 50, 60, 30 times or whatever it was. And uh, I seen it already. I was like, damn, he's he got that Quentin Tarantino syndrome, where he can he wants to um say it so bad that he can he gives himself um. The cushion, like they, there's, there's like a, oh, I wasn't saying it because I, uh, I wasn't calling you that, or I wasn't calling black people that. I was, I was just saying it. I just want to say it in open air, right? That's, that's, to me, that's the point. That's why I don't fuck with Quentin too, even though I know he's a great filmmaker. I know he's gonna like, he's gonna, he's gonna. If I don't say that, I don't like that. I don't like that part about Quentin Tarantino. It's obviously, he's obvious that he's. He's writing himself into these places. He's writing himself into these characters so he can say nigger. It's obvious. He's done it for 15 films. That's all, that's all, yeah, that, that, that's all that is. That's all it is. He places himself in these conversations. He literally wrote Django just to... He literally wrote Django just to... It's not a dead nigga storage. Hey. And that was fun. Well, you know what was crazy about it? That scene is fucking funny. That scene is fucking hilarious. But I also know I'm like, yo, fuck Quentin Tarantino because I know that he did that just so he could say that shit. Yeah. I know it. Yeah, he he could have gave that line to Sam Jackson. He could have been like, yo, man, I know that nigga storage. He knew what he was yeah. doing. Yeah, because he wanted to, he wanted to belittle he wanted to belittle the black character and also say the N word. Why? Why you that? Anyway, what I'm saying is this: We're talking. What are we talking about? We're talking about Joe Rogan. So Joe Rogan. Well, I'm. I'm okay. We'll kill. We'll, 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 we'll. But what I'll say about Joe Rogan, Mo Hogan, is is exactly the same thing. He's on his platform. He's interjecting himself into places where. Like conversations about the N word. Why? 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 Why is any white person in their life think about this shit that much? As you say, it seventy times. What are you talking about? It's why, why are you talking about the? Why are you talking about nigger that many times outside? There's no black people that yo. And I also said this. I said this last year, Ron. Hold on, wait. I tweeted this and I said this. 
he's never he's had all these um comedians he has ufc guys on he has the white jordan peterson guys on uh whoever he has had two to me two um black people that aren't, aren't directly entertainers and killer mike is an entertainer at his heart he's a rapper but he's also poly- he's a political activist whatever whatever those are the only two. Yes, yeah, Killer Mike and Cornell West. He didn't say nigger in front of them niggas. Of course he didn't. And that's he what I said. No nigger. He, he didn't bring up football. any episode where he could have to bring up nigger in front of those people. Those so let me ask you a question. Straight up and oh, down. He's a black man. So you think Joe Rogan's a racist? No, I don't. I don't think he's a racist. I, what I think is he thinks. But. I, I, at the end of the day, he benefits from like so racism is a thing, right? So he benefits from being white. He oh, likes he benefiting from being white. I'm feeling superior. So I at the end, at, at, he's probably like I don't. He doesn't dislike black people individually, but uh, I, I can't I can't fuck with you. You know what I mean? This is I the one I can't fuck with you. This is the one thing I'll say that white people and anybody that's not black, this is what y'all need to understand. You cannot be uh, admonished of being considered a racist because you have a selective amount of black people that you like. Motherfucker, you still racist. If you if you get on general merit not dislike a person based on their race, then you're fucking racist. Oh, sorry. So cool. Okay, you cool oh, with Dick, uh, Dave Chappelle. Who the fuck wouldn't be cool with Dave Chappelle? You winning if you cool with Dave Chappelle. You winning if Dave Chappelle to come on your show or know your name. So that you don't get any points for being cool with one of the more popular people in the fucking country. Sorry, no points. None at all. No. What I'm saying is, okay, yeah, and I agree. Like, even him, even to that, he said, uh, I think he was talking to why why in that in that in that clip where he, or why Sinek said he was biracial. And this man came out of his mouth and said, Oh, that's the best of both worlds. You have the body of a black man and the mind of a white person. He realized said that to that man. Wow. I think that's all okay. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yep. He said he had the black body of the black man. He has the best of both worlds: a body of a black man and the in the mind of a white person. That's what Joe Rogan said. Joe Rogan said that, and he then he immediately said, "Oh, that's racist. I shouldn't have said that." Da, da, da. He said that right after that, right? But why the fuck does that does that go to your mind at the beginning of the fucking thing? Why does it? Uh, why do you allow yourself to say that, to somebody? Just for just just for clarification, because I really don't. I mean, I, I I don't really pay attention to Joe Rogan. I, I honestly don't give two fucks about him. Um, but I think Joe Rogan's I, funny. I think what funny. is I, I I I know nothing. I'll be honest. I know nothing about him. I know I know nothing about Joe Rogan. I know of him. I just don't know. I know nothing about him. So, what, so how much? Huh? Check out his last Netflix special. He's funny. Yeah, he's funny. He's funny. Um. I'm 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 not, but okay. Um, <laughs> on a scale of one, on a scale of one to ten, shock value wise, is, is he is he is he is he like is he like a Howard Stern? No, he's not. He's no. not a shock job. 
He's no. not a shock jock. Okay. No. Okay. Not in my opinion. He's, okay. He, he's see. Here's the thing. He comes off as somebody that's just keeping it real. He's like, he's a realist in a sense, but you, okay. you come across a lot of white folk who, who paint themselves as realists when underneath you peel them, them layers of paint, there's their mm-hmm. superiority complex. You dance, it's a thin line between just being, yo, you think you are superior. Obviously you think you're a superior race, even if it's just m- mentally, you still think it, you're a superior race. To be to be wholeheartedly honest, outside outside of that um, that Chappelle skit that he was in, I know nothing about him. I know nothing about this man. So I, I don't. Why are we talking about Chappelle? Did y'all see? Did you see this? Um, see that that he he kept the affordable housing out of his uh, his his neighborhood in um, Ohio. Like he, he kept he, affordable housing he, out. Yes, he he oh, didn't. Wow. He 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 uh, threatened to. The government in in Ohio, the, the little town that he lives in, that if they continue with the developer to make affordable housing, then he pull out of any investment and and move from. He, he would the, move. And I thought that was crazy. I never heard anything about it, but that was, that, well, it, like, it came out the last two days, right? So it, it, I'll, I'll I'll put it in. A, yeah, a, I'm, I'm gonna look into that. That's, that's did he give? Did he give a reason? Did he give a reason for this? <laughs> I don't know. That's what he. That, that I. I had to. I had to listen to like the. No. No. Yeah, I'll. 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 I'll hold my opinion until he has the opportunity to 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 respond to that type of shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, yeah. <laughs> he spoke at a lie. He spoke at a town hall meeting, and said and reiterated. He said that. To the, the the city council, whatever the town council, whatever it is, that were developing the um or helping the developers, you know, whatever, and wanted the certain percentage of that that uh housing development to be affordable. And and he said that to them, and then he said it in live in a in a town hall setting. So I I, I need to. I all depends on what so let me let me let me let me play uh let me let me let me try to play into this real quick. So the people who I've seen uh that lives in his area don't look like me. They're 80 it's an 82 percent white area. Let me just they don't uh, look like give you the exact numbers. So, I know that. so, so there's been plenty of times where people who have nice property will vote against having people who don't have shit coming into their neighborhoods and going their property value. That's a fact. So that may be just from a, a business standpoint. I'm saying, gonna... like, uh-huh. but, oh, wait, wait, wait. So you say that, yes, and that's exactly right. But as uh, if you're Dave Chappelle, <laughs> if you're Dave Chappelle, wait, wait, Ron. If you're Dave, yeah, no, go ahead, no, because I know what you're gonna say. Go ahead, yeah. If you're Dave Chappelle, uh huh. And you say what you say. Not even yeah. talking about. I'm not talking about transgender. I'm not talking about none of that. No, no. I'm talking about 
you talk about poor black people the way you talk about them and and not getting opportunity uh-huh and you're not giving you're not even like giving the opportunity to put affordable housing area i don't know listen, who. listen. You don't know who. We don't know who. We don't know if the people from the you black people say, yo, I want to go to Yellow Springs, Ohio. Not, and this is this affordable listen. housing that's coming up. How often do broke black people fucking migrate? Look, broke black, black people don't fucking migrate. Black people migrate all the fucking time. Broke ass black people don't migrate. Stop over here. No, no, no. Guys, guys, there's two, there's two things. No, there's two things. Broke black there's, folk do not migrate to fucking eighty percent majority white folk that's rich. They uh, don't do that. DC was eighty percent black. It's fifty percent black right other. now. Where do those poor <laughs> black folk go? Where do the blo- where do the poor black folk go from DC? Where did the poor black folk go from DC if it's fifty percent black right now? When it was eighty percent fifteen years ago. They went to the Waldorf. Exactly. So that's a Im- that's migration. It ain't the same, right? Cleveland is a 60, 60, 65 percent black town city. What I'm saying is, if, if those people, if that, if there was a, if there's a group of fucking black people from fucking Cleveland and said, I want to go to right. Cincinnati, we, where the fuck? We gotta factor. We gotta factor in three. We gotta factor in three things, guys. We gotta be. We gotta be really honest about this. We can't. We can't be. We can't. We can't. This. This skin is. This skin is beautiful. This skin is beautiful. But we okay. gotta be honest right now. It, number one is Dave Chappelle. There's nothing you can't. You you can't tell this man. You can't. This. There's nothing this man cannot say. He, there's nothing. There is nothing that this man cannot say. Okay. Okay, That's number one. Go. Number two, we do not take care of nice things. I'm not going. I'm not. I'm going to go sign that. I'm going there. No, I'm going there. I'm going to go there. But we not call, about call it what you want. Who is we? Yeah. That's black people. True. That's not true. We don't listen. No, that is not true. You put you put a you put a listen, you put a Nike, you put a, a Jordan, a Jordan store in a in a in a in a rural neighborhood. We are fucking that up. Okay? We're fucking that shit up. Ron, poor people don't have the means to take care of things and be nice with them because they don't have it. But here's the thing. So when you add right, so when you add that equation, when you add that factor to that to that equation, Dave Chappelle doesn't listen. Chappelle is in a is in a is in an area where he is not when he is not bothered. If we invade that, he's going to be bothered. <laughs> you are not, Ron, well, so you are So T, so Ron, my my my. Statement was hypothetical. I don't think people, white, black people, are going to be in that affordable housing that they're going to actually going to make. It's going to be white people. He was denying uh, into the uh, affordable housing. You're saying, yeah, he was denying okay. people up upward mobility, a thing that he actually had. And that's why I don't fuck with a lot of black people that way. There's a lot of black people, black folk in in the county that I live in. They're the most affluential black county in the fucking world. 
are the same fucking way. I'm gonna give it to you straight, Brian. I'm, 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 I'm gonna ask you a question. It's gonna be rhetorical, and I'm gonna keep it to you straight. If you mm-hmm. turn on the TV, right, ESPN Friday night, it's two random boxes boxing, right? Mm-hmm. One is black, the other one is not. Who you rooting for? The black one. All right. So that answers your question. I don't give a fuck about it, nigga. I don't think that it's I don't think it's black people, and he's probably being prejudiced to fucking poor white people. Yeah, probably. Because rich mm-hmm. white people aren't just prejudiced to poor black people. They're prejudiced to black people. Huh? It's classism with, with rich white people is classism. It's classism. And racism. And and racism. Hey, yeah. Let that man <laughs> stir his drink, baby. Stir your drink, Dave Chappelle. Hands down. At the end of the day. I don't, I don't, think, that's, I don't think that's a way to go, man. I don't think I that's the way to go. That's not. That's not. I don't think that's how you respond to. Um, wait, wait, wait. Um, so they, um, do they not vote? Um, do Dave Chappelle have political power? Is it not yeah, up to a vote? Because he got that fucking affordable housing shit pulled. So he you think it was just Dave? You really exactly. Exactly. He got that okay. shit. That he got the now. shit pulled, right? Hey, 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 so he has political power. Absolutely. Because Ben Jealous was a candidate for fucking governor in Maryland because. Partly because of how much fucking Dave Chappelle got behind his fucking campaign. Yeah, yeah. some point, to answer yourself, to answer your question, yes, at some point, y'all are going to be able to see the Dave Chappelle untitled. And you'll see the process in which he had to go for voting for zoning rights and shit. It was too finale. So this whole thinking Dave Chappelle got this much power. That's why I said just wait, because he had to fight, and he needed a lot of people that don't look like him. I mean, and that's all good. Like, I get that, and I don't. I'm not trying to can't. I'm not trying to cancel or or try to like make a verdict of it. It's just just interesting. It's just interesting. It's supposed to be interesting. I, I think that I think that you can't like, especially with the audience that he has. He's mostly white, obviously. Um, you can't like be the uh, defender of black. Um, what do you say, black? Um, the black community and the defender of the poor black community in general, like in in, in particular, specifically, and then defend yourself, like, and then like. Like, and then like, like protect, like protect yourself. Like destroy the opportunity for um, affordable housing. Like affordable housing, one place is affordable. Affordable housing everywhere. I think you could. I think that's where. I think that's where you can. Because that's happening everywhere. White people are denying they they they're they're grouping together and you know like keeping affordable housing out of a lot of areas even in Washington DC which is still 50% black still to this day even though it's it was 70 75 80% black 20 years ago yeah it's 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 gone down huh? yeah and no it's, it's it was it's not chocolate city no more it's it's my so what I'm saying is, like, 
those areas that were white or whiter in there's there's white there's black areas that are that are white now and they're denying more affordable housing in those areas so what you're doing is modeling after the white people who gentrified those areas you're modeling yourself after that so what i'm saying is so you in my opinion if if and I, I'll go back and, and you know and, and, and look at everything you said. Um, if I if I'm gonna model myself after white liberals and deny affordable housing and half, halfway houses and second chances to black people, while I'm saying Black Lives Matter. Then there's a there's an incongruity there. There's there's a dis there's a there's a disconnect. There's a disconnect. And I get I get you know you can talk about you can have a business that da, 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 he, he spent he spent a lot of money to hold what he has there in the real estate. You know what I mean that he he's gonna build. He wants to do I think he wants a restaurant there and wants to do some other things. But I don't think. First of all, I don't think the affordable housing that's one little neighborhood is going to affect that. But also, um, that you got to look at how you, um, and how 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 your power is wielded as a, as a person with the platform. It, it is. That's, that's my can I can I ask you guys? Let me let me ask you guys a question real quick. You you I mean Chappelle moved Chappelle moved to where he moved. Why? So he can get away from LA. And, Who knows? Uh, and, and, get away. He can get right because so that he can get away from no nobody because nobody's coming to. At, what is he in? He's in Ohio. But he's lived in Ohio for a long yeah, time, though. No, but no. But what I'm saying is nobody's coming. Nobody. It, it, what the what the Joe Kim Noah said? Nobody's going to. Nobody's going to Ohio. <laughs> nobody's going to Cleveland. <laughs> like nobody's going there to visit. Where, Yellow Springs, the city, the town's called Yellow Springs. Town it's what Joe Kim, it's what Joe Kim Noah said about whatever Joe Kim Noah said about uh, what, he, what he said about you know Cleveland and Ohio, you know when they were playing against the Bulls in the playoffs back in the day. Nobody's right. going. Right. So you're not going to draw. You don't want to draw any type of attention to where I'm to where I'm living. How far? Like how far is that neighborhood from where he is? No, he's he's right there. That's that's his neighborhood. That's that's his town. The town. That's right, and, and that's what I'm, like you know, if if every you know if everything is good and everything is cozy, do you want do you do you want do you want change? So okay, so here's here's the thing. That's obviously you want to think about those things, right? As a right, as a, like if, like like Biggie, if you if you if you if you live in a comfortable area, right? Uh-huh. And you have a and you have a platform. You have a voice to say something, uh-huh. and you don't want change. If everything's going, if the hood, if the community, if everything's going good, you want you don't want nothing to ruffle feathers, nothing like that. Would you want change? I think there's. He's gonna. He's gonna show I think there is a individual impulse for the things to stay the same, Ron. Then there is a, if you're a person who does what Dave Chappelle does to build himself on a social platform, 
semi-activist is or, or, or wants to bring awareness to things that the underprivileged have gone through, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There is a certain sense that you probably get out of the way of change, especially if it's for the betterment of people less than, less that has less than you. And I, okay. and I understand that. And I understand okay. that at some point. Go ahead, go ahead Tim. No, I, th I mean, I think y'all, listen, I'm playing devil's advocate, but at the end of the day, like I go back to the, the analogy, bro. If I see two boxes fighting and I don't know either one of them, I'm picking the black boxer be just because the whole point of it is just because. That's 100, 100%. Yeah. I'm just because. Yeah. It's, but so motherfucking what? You, you shouldn't have oppressed us for 450 fucking years. No, and I, I, I agree with you 100%. Bro. Yeah, I'm, not, yeah, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying, and, and I'm, not, I'm saying if one person who put black person who's moving into that neighborhood that could afford it because there's affordable housing in that neighborhood that couldn't afford it if there was all oh, $600, $800 uh, million houses going up, that's better than zero. Understand? So you're denying everybody. Period. Before anybody gets a chance to put a contract on it, on a, on that on that land. So well, I agree. Oh, I agree. And that's and that's all I'm saying. I don't. I don't. That's my initial thought. I don't have. I don't have a lot of information. I don't have a lot of information. That's my initial thought. You got anything to wrap it up tonight? Information I have. Yeah. Do you have anything else for us before we wrap it up tonight? Um, watch Boba Fett. Watch um, um, watch the uh, the, what was it? Was the show Felicia? Felicia? What's the show? The the woman across the window with the whatever. Yeah, one of the questions that got murdered across the street. And the girl in the window, whatever, whatever. Netflix show. Oh, that 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 show with the long ass title, the longest title in like history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, woman that, the woman that looked outside the window and yeah, she saw yeah, the ice cream yeah. truck running by and then it, and it went. <laughs> while drinking your juice in the hood. While, while drinking your juice in the in the in the in the hood. Yeah. Oh, that's a uh, I, I wanna see, I wanna see that. I wanna see that. Can yeah, I give a shout out to uh to Quinta Brunson and and uh oh, and yeah, the yeah, ABC yeah. That's, yes, yes, elementary? Yes. I yes. love, 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 Abbott Elementary, Abbott Elementary, Quinta Brunson, a genius. Ten, yeah. I want I want the show to run for 10 years. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, dope, 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 dope. Make sure y'all go, sure go watch The Legend of Vox Machina. It's a great anime. Actually, no, 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 I like that. I, I actually I binged it and I didn't know that it was only that it was coming out every Friday and I thought, oh no, it's the, let's it's back up. It's on IMDB TV. Mm -hmm. It's man, it's it's good. It's good. It's oh, serious, huh? Also, I haven't seen it. The other show I got for y'all. We're gonna watch it. Um, we're gonna watch it. But um, there's a um, there's a three piece documentary on Fat Tuesdays, which was like the um a black like Guy Tory started a black um comedy night in in LA or whatever, and uh, there's a documentary on it, and I'm gonna watch it on Amazon Prime. But it's, it's on okay. Amazon. Watch it. And another one I'm watching that y'all should watch, man. It's a good show. I'm proud of this dude. Watch like whenever they ascend from this place and become greater, man. I love it. So shout out to John Cena and the cast on Peacemaker.
great that, show. They got something on their Yo, hands. Crazy, crazy show. Hands. Crazy show. Yeah. Peacemaker is crazy. Yeah. With that being said, fellas, you on the ride up. One.